Welcome to the Becoming a Victory Girl interview series. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. Please join us today as we talk about walking in wholeness and living in victory. Thank you for hanging on for all of you who are um, watching and will be watching later. I was talking about my devotional and how waiting can be really hard sometimes. And I see Julie is on uh, and Carla and Sherry and some other people. So thank you guys so much for um, joining us today. This is my sweet friend, Misty, and we met through... Um, declare and through she speaks and just through a lot of different writing things and I'm excited to let the um, watch uh, listeners see and hear from you today thank you so much for having me on I'm excited I'm glad we got this all to work <laughs> me too and I know what happens so I will not make that mistake again but this whole life thing is just a whole um, there's a lot to know and it's not that easy. So I'm so glad that you are here. And um, Misty, will you just tell us a little bit about who you are, what your ministry looks like? Uh, I know you're writing a book and you're a boy mom. Yes, yeah. <clears throat> so I've been homeschooling my boys. I have three boys and I'm, I've almost worked myself out of a job. So I started looking <laughs> ahead at the future at what's next and what the next chapter of my life is gonna look like. And in doing that, um, I've had a lot of adventures in my life, um, a lot of uh, things to have victory in. And so God just started to prick my heart about writing these things down and sharing them with other women. And um, so I went to She Speaks in 2016 and started my blog and started writing. And um, my book will be going to the editor next week. So super exciting. That is exciting. And we share a lot of things in common, like being a boy mom and going to um, She Speaks last uh, in the summer of 2016. Hey, Margie, so glad you are here. Thank you guys for coming on. And um, we met and um, have just kind of had really an online conversation going on for these uh, last few months. And um, so when I started the Becoming a Victory Girl, interview series, I uh, absolutely thought of Misty and asked her to come and join us. So we are going to talk about overcoming. Uh, Misty's book is all about overcoming that she is writing right now. And she has had a lot of things to overcome in her life. She, We talked for a, a, over an hour and would have talked more, but both of our husbands uh, needed us. So we uh, hopped off the phone and paid attention to them. But we talked for over an hour and I got to know some intimate things about uh, Misty's life and the things that she's faced. And she really is a victory girl. <laughs> so um, I'm not exactly sure where um, we want to go, where we want to start. But one of the things that we talked about was that in grief and loss, you had a story when God showed up. He had you at a point of surrender um, with both your arms. Yeah. Literally broken. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I had a bicycling accident and uh, did an endo and wasn't wearing a helmet and put my arms out uh, to protect my head and um, snapped both of my arms. And in the process, um, you know, I live in a house full of men and, um, <laughs> you know, just imagine I was like this, you know, with two casts on each arm and unable to do anything for myself. And, um, 
God really just had me at an absolute place of surrender to him. And in that process, uh, we lost our insurance for my special needs son, and we lost the funding for his school, which was $5,000 a month. And I began just crying out to the Lord. Um, you know, he is your child, and for your namesake, Lord, you love him more than I do. Do something mm -hmm. because he's, you know, he's yours, and I, I'm, I don't know what to do. And um, <clears throat> he had been diagnosed with autism as a, as a three-year-old, and so from the time he was three until he was 16, you know, we did everything we could to try to heal him from autism. Um, but through a series of things, after that crying out to the Lord, he took us to a doctor um, and, and diagnosed him with something called PANDAS and autoimmune encephalitis, which is actually a curable um, disease wow. instead of autism. And so, you know, had I not been in that place of surrender um, and crying out to the Lord, we, we, we wouldn't have gotten that. So it's a pretty incredible story. Wow, that is huge. And I love how the Lord, when we will put our kids in his hands and say, you love them more than we do. If that's possible, he does. He does. The Lord loves us so much more than we do. And he loves us so much that he is, he's going to go to battle for us. He is going to fight on our behalf, even when we can't see it, even when we don't know what's going on. And all that time you had been trying to fix something that wasn't even the right problem. Yeah. So out of a bad situation, both arms were up and I can't even imagine that the Lord brought you to a place where you got the right diagnosis and were able to bring some, uh, the right treatment to what right. he needed. And he also just yeah. showed me how much he loved me in that time because I just, I had, I just had time to just sit and be with him because I literally couldn't do anything else. So I prayed a lot and um, he just sweetly just spoke over me, just his love for me. And, you know, that's what, how he feels about all of us. He loves us so much that, you know, he laid down his life for us. Um, so. He did. And that reminds me of that verse in Zephaniah three sixteen, And I hope I say it right. Um, that we, you are a mighty warrior on uh, on our behalf and that he sings sweetly over us. I mean, that's yeah. not the verse, but that's the context of the verse. Right. Um, and uh, the Lord does. He sings night songs over us and he loves us so much and he wants us to know it. He wants us to know it. So I love that. Um, I wish I could think of the, that verse and you are a mighty savior and you uh, will comfort me and quiet me with your love. That's what it says. Um, okay, so let's move on to a little bit. Uh, we talked about yesterday or the day before, um, really praying powerful prayers. Those prayers that you prayed also, um, you know, brought around the right diagnosis for your son and things like that. But where in your life have you also found prayer to be a mighty weapon for you? Yeah. Wow. That's a good question. Um, um, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of times that, that, um, I, I can't think of it. I mean, so one of the things is I've lost several babies. Um, and you know, during that time, uh, this is going to be a weird prayer, uh, maybe to some people, but I was diagnosed, uh, with having a baby with trisomy 18 and, um, 
I had two previous C-sections and I also had a, a, coronal, a corneal pregnancy where I almost died and I'd hemorrhaged that morning. So I was an ultra high risk. The doctors didn't want me to have any more kids, but I had trusted God with my womb and said, you are the author of life. And if you want to give me more children, you will. And I trust you to walk through that. And um, during that time, um, we had the, the, we found out our baby had trisomy 18 and his condition was catastrophic. And so I began asking the Lord um, to take his life early because, because I was- Because you carried him. You because carried I carried him. him, but because I would have to be back and have another surgery and I wanted to have him naturally. Um, and so, and, and plus the longer that I carried him, the more attached my family got. He only had two chambers in his heart. He was very deformed. His brain wasn't properly formed. I mean, he had um, catastrophic. Um, even if he were to be born, he would not have lived. And so I just okay, so I didn't asking, mean to interrupt you, but I wanted people to understand what yeah, this prayer yeah, was about. So what yeah, was your so, prayer? I just began asking the Lord to have mercy on my family and to have mercy um, on me and to allow me to to birth him um, without having to have a surgery and a loss because a C-section is a major surgery and because of the complications with my uterus, it was it was really dangerous for me to have another C-section. So and um, and he answered that very uh, difficult prayer. Sometimes we do have to pray some really really difficult prayers. Um, I know that in the life of my own family, my mom really prayed a prayer over my brother that the Lord would do whatever she had, he had to do to bring him home, to bring him back to the Lord. And she didn't mean literally heaven, right? but, but that happened. That happened. My brother was um, not, not he wasn't happy here and that's real hard to talk about but he did he ended up having an accident and um he died in a tragic accident that we you know had no i mean i just got a call in june of 2007 and sometimes we pray these prayers and i don't want anybody to think that if you pray that kind of prayer that that's going to happen because that's right. not what happens but he hears our hearts when we pray and I love that he heard your heart and he answered you in such a specific way and when we pray specific prayers we get specific answers and that is just precious I love that um, but what happened in that situation that was um, so sad and so heart-rendering for your, your family something really amazing came out of that yes. whole situation. Will you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So, um, you know, I too lost my brother when I was 12 and, um, it was, it was a tragic accident and it, it, that threw my mom into a very deep depression. And so I grew up with a, a, a mom who was very anxious, who didn't know the Lord and, um, just very depressed her entire life. But when we had our funeral for our son, um, you know, we sang songs like the Lord gives and the Lord takes it, takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And we had scriptures like, um, all things work together for good for those who love God, for those who are called according to his purposes. And, you know, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And when we go through those difficult times and we have Jesus, he is our Prince of Peace. And I had... Yeah. 
I had this peace about me that was not even explainable to anybody. Um, and my mom saw that and she saw a difference. And that was one of the things that that was a step in her um, salvation um, because she saw that you don't have to grieve without hope because if you have Jesus, you have hope. And um, so that was really, really cool. Wow, that is an amazing story that God does take the, the horrible situations that we go through and he brings good out of them, even um, when we don't see how in the world that could happen. And I know that that was a really sad and horrible thing for you to have to walk through. But I'm so glad that on the other side of that, that you were able to see your mom come to know the Lord. And that's been life changing. I know. Yeah. So, yeah, Jesus is um, in the midst of our circumstances. He's faithful and he's true. And so, you know, we have to count on that because we can't look to our situations. We have to look to him and in, in faith and in trust uh, because yes. he does have our best interest at heart, um, even when it doesn't feel like it sometimes. He always does. And he's just the sweetest. And I think that's one of the things last week I talked about in our book club uh, for becoming a victory girl. I talked about how the bounty on the battlefield is really more than the um, those good things that um, we find out there, the self-confidence and the, the victories in life and overcoming fear and overcoming anxiety and overcoming uh, addiction and things like that. But the real bounty on the battlefield is people. That's right. That's what is most important to the Lord. And that's what, you know, for the kingdom, that is what the fight is for. So I'm really glad that you were able to share that with us today about your mom and just everything that you've gone through. Was there something in Becoming a Victory Girl, the book that spoke to you? Yes, um, yes. You have that for, I don't want to put you on the spot. Yes, no, so, so many things. But what I loved this past week, uh, was, and I loved the alliteration of it, and um, it's troubles today are territories of triumph tomorrow. I loved that because God uses, he does not waste anything, um, like one of your memes said, and he will, if we surrender ourselves to him and um, allow him to work in us through the Holy Spirit, then he can take any of our troubles and turn them into victories. Yeah, so he I love that. I do too. Um, that is one of my favorite quotes in the book. And I do think that it is. I mean, it's hard for us to see it when we're walking through it at that time that what I'm going through today is going <laughs> to benefit me yeah. in the future. Somewhere out there, it's going to be turned to good, but we can't believe in that. Or maybe it's for someone else's benefit for because uh, there's right. a scripture, um, and I don't know the reference, um, so I'll give you the misty version. But basically, you know, we we are comfort, we um, are able to comfort others because of the comfort we've been given. Yes, and in our time of need, God has shown up for us that we might be able to comfort others when right. they are going through. Yes, yeah. that's a good one. Well, um, we have been on for quite some time just because of the delay and everything. But I wanted to um, talk about um, a few highlights from our conversation yesterday was um, that 
when we're completely um, dependent on God and when we have those times of feeling hopeless as a mama, um, what are some specific strategies that you have seen bring victory in your life when you are feeling hopeless, when you are, um, I mean, obviously we talked, I talked about that being a place of surrender and a place of complete dependency on him. But if you don't have both your arms broken, yeah, are there ways that we can surrender and be dependent on him? Absolutely. Well, I think it's, it goes <laughs> along with the same thing that, you know, it starts with, um, humility. And I know you mentioned that in one of the previous chapters, but us humbling ourselves to uh, God's plan for our life and God's will for our life uh, when it may not look the way we expected it uh, to look. And, um, and then through the word, because the word is life and the word is where we have our victory. And then turning around and praying that word back to God, um, there's so much power in that. And just, you know, it's, it's spending time in his presence that changes us. It changes our hearts. So um, we may want something really bad, but it may not be what his will is for our lives. But when we come to him, over and over until we can release that because sometimes it takes a million times. Like when no you're in the, when, <laughs> when you're in the thick of it and it, and it's a daily um, surrender and you get up in the next morning and you do it again. It's it's not a one time thing. It's it's a continual act of surrender. Wow, I love that continual act of surrender. It is, it is every morning, every day, and sometimes by the hour, say, I'm in it, I'm in, Lord, you can have my all. I surrender this situation, I surrender this person, I surrender my hopes and desires because I know that yours. Yes, and then it's Our trusting bear. trusting him and believing him that he's good and that he will, because it is our faith in him and it is through him that we overcome. But our faith is such an important, I mean, it is the component, it is everything. And so we have to it believe, really is. we have to believe when we pray. So it's not just praying, it's praying and believing. And then accepting it, it, because we may not get the answer that we hope for sometimes. and. And we have to be okay with that too. You know, um, I think that that is true. And sometimes that's one of the hardest things that we have to do is just to accept what his plan is over ours and just surrendering that. So um, if there was one tip that you could give us for getting, you were talking about getting into the presence and spending time with him. What is the one thing that you think um, really get you into his presence, either the fastest or the deepest? Um, what is something that we could try to do? Well, I don't know. I'm a Bible study nerd, so I I don't just go for a quick devotional or a word. I like to really dig into the word and get my Greek on, um, even though I'm not a Greek <laughs> scholar, but I love it because I think it tells us a lot. But, you know, I listen to praise music and I just, I just, 
get, I think what's important is getting alone and getting that quiet. And so I try to do that within my first moments of the day, because um, it, that's the, the, the surrender. Very early, Jesus went off by himself to a quiet place. And so I think for us to be whole, because we're fractured in this world full of sin, um, that's what yeah. makes us whole. And so um, I just would get to a quiet place as quickly as I can. Um, and, uh, you know, just just open my Bible and just spend time um, with him. And sometimes I have music on and sometimes I just have the word and, and a, a lot of quiet because our world is loud and it's noisy and we can't hear from God in, um, when it's really loud. And so we have to get away. We have to get to that quiet. Um, so that's what I would say. Okay, well, um, I so appreciate you being here today and just talking to us about some really intimate things that, um, you know, we, we skimmed over them today, but those are deep wounds and deep places that the Lord has brought healing for you. So I really appreciate you being transparent and authentic and talking to us today about the things that the Lord has done for you. So I think that we could probably just keep talking, but we're going to have to jump off. And I just want to thank you so much for um, being a victory girl, walking this thing out, being a Jesus girl for the women out there who need to hear from you. Your voice is so important in this world, this fractured world. I am just so grateful that we have become friends and are um, just on the move for the Lord together. It's a Absolutely. beautiful thing. It is. And that's what it's it's like very beautiful thing and thank you for inviting me absolutely thank you so much for being on with us today and guys gosh i'm sorry about all of the technical difficulties and all of that that um happened today but thank you so much for joining us and coming on and just listening to um our hearts and um, i hope that you have been blessed today i'm going to close us out for um our time today in prayer and just ask the Lord, uh, Father God, would you just show up in the lives of the women who are watching this and that will watch this and give them highlights and points from today's uh, interview that will be able to encourage them and equip them and empower them to walk out a victorious life in you. Lord, you are it. You are our all in all. And when we surrender our lives to you, you show up in such a big way and you take the things that are burdening us down and you lighten our load. So I just thank you for who you are. We give you all glory and honor and praise today. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, girl. Thanks for joining us for the Becoming a Victory Girl interview series today. Please remember to like, subscribe, and comment. You can find out more about my ministry at amyelaine.com.